Hey, what's happening Citywide fam? Uh, we've got a short but important message today. I actually don't know that it's gonna be short though because there's quite a bit here. Um, delivering bad news, running towards conflict. Uh, I've got the mother of all conflict right here. Burn, whatever. Oh, hi, Megan. Hi. Uh, yeah, we uh, we want to talk about running towards conflict instead of running away from it or hiding from it and just like hoping something goes away because at the end of the day, sometimes you're the first person who becomes aware of like a lost key. You know, sometimes you might take over a building from another FSM and find like a key is missing or something wasn't updated in the contractor's notes. Um, could be a situation where a cleaner broke something. I mean, there's all kinds of issues uh, that we need to deliver unfortunate feedback to a client and we can't be afraid of that. We gotta run towards it. So let's get right to it. Uh, Megan, your client's a jerk. They're on the STAR program. Your cleaner loses a freaking key. Yay. Now what? We tell them. Um, I, <laughs> end of podcast. End of podcast. Just tell them. Have a good day, everybody. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. I always say this, but this is truly one of my favorite podcasts. Um, I struggled big time with this as a new FSM with delivering bad news. I always, it felt like I was failing at the job. Um, it took a ton of coaching from Mitch to help me realize that I needed to run toward the conflict. Um, it's really the best way to go, especially when telling a client that we lost their keys. The good news is you can tell them that the keys were lost. However, we set up a key logging system to protect their, their building uh, and to protect the clients. So in some cases, we do have a badge, which is even easier because we can just deactivate and a new one is issued and we can happily go on our way. Uh, in other cases, there is a hard key that needs to be made. I've had clients tell me that they want me to rekey their entire building. Um, and this is honestly where the explanation of how we log our keys and um, you know how we protect their building and that rekeying is not necessary. Yeah, so uh, we fixated a lot on keys, but this is a much bigger conversation we'll get into in a second. But since we're on the subject of keys, how fun is the conversation when we didn't report it? Oh, that, no. <laughs> client fires you <laughs> yes. and, and you show up with two keys and they're like, yeah, bro, I gave you four. Yes. Yes. Huh. This happens all the time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we look stupid. We don't look great. Um, but thankfully, and you know, we have a system in place to explain that to the client that we just got fired from. Yeah. At the end of the day, it shouldn't happen, but I mean, you already look bad, right? They probably fired you for performance. Yes. They like fired you for stealing or doing something really dumb. Yes. And then you just show up hat in hand. Or I mean, even worse, I honestly think is when the FSM just gives them two keys and hopes they don't notice. And they're like, I gave you four. And you're like, yeah, about that. Yes. And let me explain my key log system to you. <laughs> you yes. know, I, I think we've rekeyed, you said you've rekeyed one. Well, I had one client ask me to rekey the entire building even yeah. after we thoroughly explained how we you know, store their keys and how it's protected. Yeah, all right, so kind of back to what I mentioned a moment ago, the, the big overarching statement here isn't to fixate on we lost a client's key, it's really more about running towards conflict in all kinds of different situations. So um, we talked about keys, we talked about key cards, but at the end of the day, running towards conflict is exactly what it sounds like. Run towards it, don't avoid it, don't hide from it, don't hope it goes away. Um, part of running though is to prep, right? Like you gotta actually prep and plan for whatever that discussion is. Um, and it might make sense to pick up the phone and call somebody, you know, a senior FSM, a DOO, um, another leader in our office, or even just another FSM peer and say, hey, I'm about to go deliver some kind of tough information to my client. Have you ever been in this situation? How did it go? And that way you can kind of prepare for some possible like ugly responses to be better prepared to respond in that moment. But again, don't hide from it. We wanna to run towards it. So 
All right, Megan, time machine time. Yay. You just got demoted. You oh, once <laughs> This is a terrible podcast. You once again work in a cubicle yes. back at US Bank. Wonderful career you had back Thank then. You. you come in for the day and you have a picture frame. It's broken. Sydney made it for you. She was in third grade, probably oh. had like macaroni or seashells. Something like that. May have been shoddy work. <laughs> but it. hey, it's special. What goes through your mind as the person who sits in that cube? Well, first of all, it was probably the best picture frame you will ever see. Um, but Tell my... that to Owen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Don't want kids listening to this one, but I do randomly play them in front of my children, by the way. But anyways, my first thought is freaking cleaners broke it. Yeah, automatic, right? Like yes. we are the first ones blamed for everything. I literally just got done with a six-day trial over being blamed yes. for a fire in a trash compactor <laughs> that we had nothing to do with, and we won. Wonderful. But yeah, that's the first person to be blamed. And I get it. I'd be frustrated too if I came in and like there's stuff up on my desk, and if it was broken, I wouldn't blame the cleaner because I know them uh, really well. But like I would be really upset if I came in. So I, I totally me? get it. I feel like you blame me. I probably would blame Chad actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, but no, at the end of the day, what if you walked in and there was a note sitting there for you that said, hey, I'm really sorry. I had an accident when I was dusting. I sent a message to Jim about it. Because everybody knows Jim is the point of contact. Jim's a good guy. Hey, I, you know, how would your mindset change? Uh, well, obviously, I'd still be sad because as you know, and everybody listening knows because I talk about it 24-7, my kids are leaving for college in three weeks. However, the fact is the crew took ownership for something that they broke. It was a beautiful picture frame. But by telling me it was an accident, it does make a huge difference. And this actually just happened at one of our daycares. Um, the crew broke a mug and they ended up running to Caribou. They purchased a new mug. They left it on the client's desk. Ooh. Yes, left it on the client's desk with a note apologizing. And I will tell you, the client was so just touched by the gesture. It, it made a big difference. Make and sure that they, was going above and beyond. Make sure they get voted for above and beyond. Yeah. So uh, that la I had no idea that story was coming. That is incredible. But yep. uh, okay. so. That's terrific. Uh, take note, folks. Take note. Um, so going back to the whole, hey, my kids are leaving in, in three weeks. So you are a human after all we've yeah. come to learn, which is great. Um, but this episode kind of reminds me of a podcast we recorded probably a year ago about taking credit. Um, and in this case, it's more about taking credit by being proactive and just like owning up and being proactive uh, and willing to take accountability. So I got to say, very rarely have I seen a client uh, take feedback like this and it doesn't go well. They almost never get upset with you when you just tell them what happened. Um, we might have to buy the mug from Caribou. Yes. We might have to give somebody a $50 gift card to replace something. But at the end of the day, like 50 bucks doesn't even matter. It literally doesn't matter um, because if we saved even one account, that was a minimum account, 900 bucks, 1,000 bucks, even that is worth paying 50 bucks one time because we'll make it back over the next several months that we service the building. So. All right. Um, oh, wait. You know what? Go ahead. Remember yeah. what happened? This was years ago, but it's actually happened um, a couple times. But cleaning out a refrigerator, cleaned it out on the wrong day, threw out everybody's lunch. Yeah. Hundreds and, of dollars. Yes. Yeah. So the exact same thing happened. We came to them. I am so sorry. We gave them a gift, uh, gift card for it. But it, again, same concept. Yeah, we've done that for sure. Yep. All right. So um, we've got broken items. We've got the keys going missing. Let's kind of rip through some other examples. Let's say something like uh, an FSM gets some feedback some point in history. They forget to update the contractor's notes. So now a crew change happens. Uh, the, the nighttime team is training in the new crew and they don't remember this random scope adjustment because the FSM didn't update the IC notes. Now the customer is unhappy. 
What's next? Falling on your sword. It is really going to disarm anybody. Um, I can tell you from experience, I do it to Mitch all the time. If you start your statement off with, I think I messed up, not to the client, you don't say I think I messed up, but you know what I mean. Um, and just explain what happened. For me, Mitch tends to be nicer to me. It doesn't always work, but he does tend to be a little nicer. Um, but seriously, we just had a situation with one of our largest clients that he stored important documents in a um, box underneath his desk. While it is completely the client's fault for leaving the documents under his desk, uh, we weren't supposed to be removing anything other than trash, no recycling, no boxes of any type. Uh, and we discovered that we did this after it was already in the dumpster. So I had to talk to the client. I had to run toward the conflict um, and explain that we threw this away. And so the crew um, and Steve-O, thanks Steve, um, both had to tell security we had to go dumpster diving and the client did it with us. So in this case, um, you know, the client would have clearly found out their confidential documents, which he shouldn't have left under his desk. However, we did tell him before it happened, and that is exactly what needs to happen. Yeah, I, I can only imagine how much better that discussion went. And yes. we'll never know because it, it didn't go the other way. Right. But we know that client. Yes. And that client would have been real tough. Yeah, I don't but, want it to go the other way. I'm glad it went the way it did. Yeah, that's unreal. So did, uh, do you know, I, I, you may not know, do you even know how the heck we realized, like how did we find out we threw away somebody's documents? I do not remember. That's crazy. Yep. Um, what a deal. All right, well, I think for the most part, that wraps it up. The, the three big takeaways here are one, the title of the episode, run towards conflict. Please don't hide from it. Two, be proactive on it um, and be on the front end of communication whenever it's possible. Uh, and three, make sure you fall on your sword and lead with some of those soft opening statements to kind of get the word going and get out there. So uh, last shot, anything else you wanna add? I'm good. No, I think that should do it then. All right, thank you everyone for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode.